Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of My Feminine Heart. Today, we are celebrating our September Sister of the Month, Miranda Jones. Miranda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So, um, Miranda, we're just going to jump right in. Your journey as a trans woman is so fascinating to me um, because, you know, we've met because you are so out and about and active and, um, you know, you're you're out to your wife and, and several people in your life and you're an activist in the community. But, you know, when we were talking, you didn't even conceptualize any of this, I would say, what, three and a half years ago? Like this has been a, a rapid fire journey for you. Compared to other people, yes, uh, quite the quite the rapid fire journey. Um, it it uh, it did come along uh, somewhat suddenly, um, though the process has certainly. Uh, helped me to understand some uh, possibly other indicators uh, throughout really most of my life. But for you, you hadn't, you didn't dress as a child. You weren't sneaking no. in mom's closet. You weren't thinking, you know, I feel feminine inside, like, or identifying that way, right? Not that I identified specifically, no. Um, Again, as, as, um, as I look at this more, as I do more uh, introspection and really looking at my memories, uh, I think there were, there were some feelings that I think I simply avoided. Um, and and I, I've talked about that in a couple of, um, couple of uh, uh, interview scenarios uh, and an article that I've uh, published on, on Medium um, where I, I worded this way that for me growing up, for one reason or another, those, those feelings that may have come to me, those inclinations, if you will, I don't know why, but I, I simply, simply avoided them. I brushed them off as if to say, well, boys don't behave that way. Boys don't do that sort of thing. So you can't entertain that thought. Move along now. Uh, and so I did. Um, and, and it, it was not a product of any oppression, um, no abusive type of situation at all. Um, had a wonderfully loving, accepting family. There was just something about, you know, perhaps somewhere in my life, um, a, a, a set of parameters perhaps uh, that, that said, um, this is the way things ought to be. Um, and so anything that, that you think might fall outside of that, turn away, shoo that away, and move on. Uh, and so I did that. I did that for 40-some years. Yeah, I've, you know, since we were talking before, part of me has wondered, for you, is it, is it like wearing glasses where sometimes you don't realize you have a vision issue until somebody else points out, you can't see as far as I can or you can't read as close as I can. And then it's that comparison. Like, you just knew the way you felt you don't know how other people necessarily feel. It's just, it's, it was just normal to you, even if you were struggling. Exactly. Through your feelings. Absolutely. Um, and if, if you want me to go into it, the, the story of how this really came about, how, how the door was opened for me sort of says it almost in that exact way. Um, for me, there, there was a point where, 
I had had a, a major upheaval professionally. Um, and I was very fortunate at the time uh, to be in a place where I had a, a mentor, if you will, uh, who suggested I, I do some really deep introspection about what it was I wanted. What do I want out of life? Identify who I am in order to help determine where I should go next career-wise. Um, and, and I did that. And I found myself being more and more willing, I think, to entertain uh, investigation, uh, the investigation that I had never entertained before um, and was willing to start saying, you know, I've had these feelings. I, I know where I stand in terms of, of my comfort level, my attraction to other women. What, what on earth does that mean to me? Um, is there more to it? Uh, and began being willing, really, uh, to say some words out loud uh, along the LGBT spectrum. Um, and, uh, and that was when out of nowhere, uh, absolutely the most serendipitous thing in the world, when, when I received a recommendation, a suggestion from LinkedIn um, on my mail account, uh, the only one I have, um, that said, we think you ought to know this person. Uh, and, and so I, I looked up this person. I did not recognize the name. Uh, and, I, and I had to look into who this person was to figure out, well, why does, why does this system think that we ought to know each other? Uh, and lo and behold, it was Kimberly Moore. Uh, and I looked and I looked and I said, nope, doesn't ring a bell, not a clue. Let's look a little deeper. Yes, indeed. We worked at the same place together at the same time. I don't know who this person is, and I don't know why. To me at the time, that was a sidetrack. That, that was a distraction from what was really going on uh, in my life. And I just said, you know what? What the heck? Let's send a message and, and let's, see who this, let's see who this chick is. Uh, and so I, I did. And lo and behold, it was Kimberly. And, and she said, well, you wouldn't remember me. You would remember this other person. And I said, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And in the course of a few back and forths, um, I shared what I was going through and she shared her story. And she said, bear with me, this may sound crazy to you at this point in your life, but I would recommend you go and try getting a, a transformative makeover. Um, there are there are a few different uh, services in our area here uh, that are that are very accepting and warm. Obviously, that do transformation makeovers, um, and and I I brushed it off at first and laughed at it. Like, that's silly. That's not me. That's not who I am. I, I that's not me. Um, and I thought about it more and more. And of course, everybody can guess where this is going, right? Uh, and I scheduled an appointment uh, and I got a makeover and. It's okay. Take your time. Um, so as a, as a moment to catch our, our viewers up, well, you know, it's, it's hard when you talk about these emotional experiences in these transformational moments. So Miranda, so everybody knows you had been in the same career for decades. You're a parent of four beautiful children. Um, you have a very loving and supportive wife of a very long marriage. 
And you are, you are this commitment person. I mean, you, you're a long haul, like you don't change careers, you don't, and you had this upset. And then um, while you are doing soul searching on every level, Kim Moore pops into your life and big shout outs to Kim. Love Kim. Um, she's been on our show too and has shared, you know, her journey and she's an amazing person. Um, so before Kim talked to you, I mean, she had this unveiling of, yeah, you, you knew me in male mode. Um, you know, my old self and this is, this is who I am now and how I live my life now. And had you even ever thought I could be a, a trans woman. I could. I. I might want to live this kind of a life. No, not not in the slightest. Not in any way at all. Um, but as as so many people will say, the moment you see her in the mirror, something clicks. And, and that's what Kim told you to do. She said, "Go get dressed. Get a makeover." Yeah. She said, go in with an open mind, give it a whirl. Um, if it's nothing, it's nothing. You'll have some fun pictures uh, afterward uh, and a great memory. Um, and Miranda, who did you see? Who did this fabulous makeover for you? Oh, I, I went to um, Elizabeth Taylor um, at Makeovers by Elizabeth Taylor. Um, Yay, big shout out to Elizabeth, who's a huge supporter of the trans community. She's a makeup absolutely. artist and a photographer. Yes, yes, and, and, and put me in touch immediately with people I needed that I didn't know that I needed uh, at the time. And, and that really, it was a lifesaver. She, she began laying the foundation for me to start building some, some really lasting bridges uh, and friendships. And Miranda, but what was that experience like going to Elizabeth Taylor for the first time? So if someone is listening to this and they're saying... Mm. I don't even know how to prepare to go into a makeup session or a photographer's studio. I don't even own women's clothing. What do I do? You don't need to. Um, again, you look up one of these transforma transformative services, um, um, Just You, um, a Amy at, at Just You uh, or Elizabeth Taylor, and I believe there are more up in the mid-northern states as well. I'm sure um, they're all Amanda Richards, True Colors. Yeah. And, and all you need to do is bring a good shave and an open mind. Um, and, and that's it. it. Literally, that is it. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be the best shave because the makeup artist will correct you where you need help. Um, <laughs> uh, so, and that's it. They'll walk you through the process. Um, Elizabeth showed me to, to the, the rack of shoes and hair and clothes and said, what do you think? How do you feel? Are, are you looking for glam? Are you looking for this or that? And I said, no, I, I think I'm just looking for, for honestly, I said, I'm looking for this guy. Um, just casual, comfortable, confident with questioning tone. Um, and, and so uh, she, she picked out the, the, the outfits uh, and, and the right hair and voila. Uh, and what was supposed to be about a two and a half hour appointment ended up being about five hours uh, of the two of us just talking, just fell in love with her uh, and had such a great time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing to hear. And so this was it. You hadn't thought about this before. And then boom, you are looking in the mirror and you have photographs of you as Miranda. Yes, yes. Uh, in fact, uh, those photographs I believe, right, it was uh, one of the outfits uh, from that photograph 
uh, session that actually ended up being uh, the one that sort of did some degree of convincing for my wife. Uh, I came out to her not too many weeks later. Um, it took a little time for this to settle in, and I and I and I let it percolate, and I and I stewed on it, um, and I came to the realization that this there was something to this. This is real for me. Um, and, and I have to share this with her. I, I can't, this can't be a secret. Um, and, and she was very loving and accepting and warm about the whole thing, but understandably said, I can't see this. I can't see this right now. I'm not ready. Please don't show me pictures. Uh, I don't want to see you in female mode. Um, give me time. And, and I said, that's it. no problem. I mean, if, you, if you're not packing a suitcase, I'll give you everything you need. Um, and she wasn't, so I did, and we were good. Um, and then several months later, uh, when the opportunity came, uh, and she said, I think it's important for me now, perhaps to help put some more of the pieces of this puzzle together from my end, I need to see fully what we're talking about. Uh, and so I showed her a couple of pictures where I may have been an obscure uh, subject in the background or something, uh, one of many people in the picture. Uh, and she, she found me and then just started flipping through my phone and came to what, what I kind of at the time thought was sort of a nifty picture. Um, but I've, I've come since, uh, since then I've come to realize that it really is, um, a defining moment almost, uh, as far as that photo shoot went at least. Um, and she, she, my wife looked at this picture and, and said, Again, we may be editing a lot here because I don't know if I can hold it all in um, because it really was so powerful um, when she looked at this picture and said, this picture right here, this, this does it for me. Um, and at the time, of course, she's looking at my phone. I can't see what she's looking at because I'm facing her and the back of my phone. And I'm wondering, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, what is she looking at? I don't know. It, what does it do for you? Is this the end? Is the... And, and she turned the phone towards me. And I saw the picture, um, again, my favorite little, little shot. Uh, and she said, the happiness is undeniable. Oh, my God, I love that. What do you do with that? Um, so it, it, it was fantastic. Um, so what else do you say? Yeah, you're going to, um, we're going to have to edit. <laughs> you're going to make, you're making me tear up too. Although I don't know if I've ever done maybe one of these interviews. Be edited. <laughs> yeah. Maybe people need to see that. And maybe someone else is going to watch this and say, wow, that really is powerful. And while I've been thinking about this, I want that experience. You and know. I, you know, um, and I know you have a history in the military, and I feel like I see that in you because when I, you know, so many of my clients in the trans community are our military, are veterans, and thank you so much for your service. But I feel like you went at this with that military attitude, like this has become your mission. I mean, so we can Absolutely. back up a bit. You had this career change in like the beginning of, the, of 2017. You met up with Kim in the spring. By fall, you're in your photo shoot, and what I'm assuming by the end of the year, like within a few, before the year end, you're coming out to your wife. Yes. That's quite a, a you know, when your um, mentor in your job said, maybe you need to think about what you want to do with the rest of your life, I bet he wasn't picturing this. 
No, not exactly. And <laughs> I, I've since come out to him um, and, and he's, he, his response was, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't believe that. Um, but so be it. Um, you, you're, you're a phenomenal person. Uh, you're, you're great at what you do. You're a valuable part of our team. Uh, and, and so, okay, I'm glad you're happy um, is essentially his response. So. So um, jumping way ahead till now, so that was, you know, you had this evolution, this rapid evolution in 2017. We're in 2020, um, a year that will live in infamy. <laughs> um, what is it like now? If, you know, so you screenshot, um, you know, two, three years later, your, your relationship with your wife and your children and your you know, friends and, and who all are you out to? Because I know you're not out to everyone, but you're out to a good bit of people. Um, well, we'll start with the closest. Um, I am out to every family, every immediate family member, um, everyone on my side of, of our family, uh, from my mother down to nephews and nieces, uh, everyone knows, um, and is supportive. Um, not so much on the other side of our family. Uh, we've not come out to anyone on that side of the family. Um, we're, we're fairly certain that that's not going to go over well. Um, though I, I, I would say at this point, if it were to come out, it comes out. Um, this is not something we, we take great effort to hide. Um, there are friends on both of our sides, my friends, my wife's friends, um, who we don't believe necessarily will be, um, throwing a parade for us. Um, and so we, we don't make a point of it. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, if you go on a tour of our house, if we show you our new house that we, that we moved into recently, um, you're going to notice that the his and hers closets look more like hers and hers and his a little bit. And, and we don't hide that, you know, I don't, uh, I don't wait for dark uh, to jump into the car and leave. Um, if, if I'm in Miranda mode and I'm off to something that I need to go do, um, even pride event, uh, out in public, out in the, out in a local park, um, then so be it. Um, that's, that's the deal. Hi neighbors. Um, this is all of me. Um, and that's what you get. Uh, so we, um, we haven't thrown all caution to the wind, uh, but we don't have a whole lot of safety nets either. It seems point. to me like if I were to use one word to describe you, it would be fearless. Ah, cute. <laughs> mm, uh, the, the magic of video, I guess. Then. <laughs> That's um, it. No. Well, um, you know, I, I talk to so many people where that's their number one thing is fear. They live in fear. They live in guilt. I can't let anyone find out. And, um, you know, so people understand, Miranda, you, you live a dull gender and a dual life, not out of fear, but out of your choice and your and your wife's, um, you know, and family lifestyle. Like you enjoy male mode and you enjoy Miranda mode, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sunday, Sunday brunch, uh, was Miranda mode with another, um, another VC sister, um, at a, at a local restaurant, uh, here in the area with my wife and daughter. Um, uh, they, they've been to me, they've been with me to, to various um, events, uh, gala socials, uh, as you know. Um, so, yes, we, we share. That's, that's Miranda's part of our lives uh, in our family. Um, and I, 
I almost feel awkward referring to Miranda in the third person. Um, you know, this is me. This is part of me uh, and our family, uh, at least the, the nuclear family that still lives under this roof, um, shares all of those aspects of me. Miranda, do you feel like, because um, I've, I've talked to, to people in, in, both, in both camps. I, I have um, spoken with people who feel like when they're in male mode, they're all man. When they're in femme mode, they're all woman. And they kind of identify with um, who they are as how they're dressed and presenting. Like it kind of, their male mode brings out, like, you know, the, the jeans and the Harley t-shirt brings out the testosterone and the purse and the bag brings out the feminine side. Or do you always feel like both, whether you're in a dress or jeans and sneakers? Which, which, was, which is you? I would say more and more, I really feel both much of the time. Uh, I think we are all influenced regardless of, of who we are inside. We're all influenced by what we're wearing. Um, you can see it. Uh, it, it there's, there's a difference between uh, the, the woman dressed in a bridesmaid's dress at, at a wedding supporting her friend and that same person um, slogging through a, a Spartan race or a Tough Mudder or, or hiking or, or working on a car. Um, you can see that we, we do take on um, an atmosphere of our surroundings. And of course, our clothes are the first level of those surroundings. So I think that happens to all of us a little bit, no matter what. Um, in the case of gender identity and where I stand specifically, I, I do feel uh, a shared uh, a shared gender regardless uh, of what I'm wearing. Um, I've always been uh, rather sensitive um, I could be the, the go get them, um, the charge the hill guy, um, but there's always been a sensitive side to me as well, a stereotypically traditionally feminine side. Um, is it good? Is it bad? Uh, is stereotypical good or bad? I don't know, but um, I would say that, yeah, I feel, I feel some of him and her all the time. And your life as an advocate right now. So you talk about, you know, you do pride events and your family's out with you at pride events. Um, I know that you, you know, you've been a guest on Trans Tuesday before where you've talked about your, your advocacy and your leadership role in the Rappahannock. I said that right, right? <laughs> I feel like we've talked about it on the show, the Rappahannock um, Transgender Support Network. Um, you know, how involved are you in the community? Uh, we, as you say, uh, I, I'm one of the organizers, uh, one of the, the, the co-leaders of the Rappahannock Regional Transgender Group, RRTG. Um, and we have a Facebook page. Uh, so look us up uh, and, and follow us. Um, we meet um, monthly. Uh, in fact, day after tomorrow, uh, we're having our first live meeting again. Uh, we meet at one of the local churches uh, here in the area, and uh, we're doing, doing a live with masks and distancing uh, meeting finally. Um, but we've also been doing uh, virtual meetings uh, on the off, um, off weeks. So twice a month, essentially, we've been doing this. Um, uh, we were involved in the first Pride Festival uh, in 10 years uh, in our local area. Uh, first one in the county that had existed for 10 years. Uh, we were active and present there. Um, I didn't realize that was the first in 10 years. What caught yes. my eye was yes. you had it in June and you were in person. 
Yes, right. Uh, that was, there was a lot of surprise there. Um, there, there, there a lot of a lot of mixed opinions and emotions going on that particular day. Uh, but yes, it was it was in person. Uh, several hundred folks showed up. It was wonderful. That's amazing. Um, so, what is the future for you as as Miranda? Well, there's a good question. Who knows? Um, again, I, I've got all the support in the world, uh, and that's what's most important. Um, uh, one, one of the other things that I, I like to do, I, I like to help others. I've, you know, I've lived a life of service, service to others. Um, and as we, we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I, I do this thing that I call street advocacy, um, where um, I have, I have cards, I have business cards, the same Miranda Jones and have all of my contact information on there. Uh, and I carry them. I carry them in my mail wallet. I carry them in my purse. Uh, and when I feel the moment is right, uh, if, if I come across someone who looks like perhaps uh, they might need um, uh, an open ear uh, or a supportive shoulder or hand, uh, I may share that card with them. Obviously, I gave out lots of them at our Pride Festival, um, but there are occasions uh, when I will run into uh, a trans person in a store or a restaurant or something. Um, you know, somebody's, somebody's wearing a, a pink, white, and blue trans um, bracelet or something, you know, and, and you, you kind of got that look, you know, we can spot each other to a certain degree. There's degrees of passing. Um, and sometimes it's, it's nice to be able to, uh, to share with them and say, hey, um, Hey, sister, um, we don't know each other, but here's my contact information. Um, maybe you need to hear that you're not alone. Um, so I, I do that. Uh, I do that when I can. Um, sometimes I'll use it to come out to people um, and say, by the way, you, know, you might see me looking like this sometimes. I love this. I like, oh my goodness, what an amazing and easy way for somebody to reach out just one on one street advocacy. Um, so you can literally go on like a site, like a Vista print, take a photo, take your contact information and put it on a card. Wait, oh, let's see it. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> I got to say things so that my, my, cam my Zoom camera is active for you, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've just got my picture and my name on one side, my contact information on the other. And I have a whole bunch of those uh, in, I don't know, some guy's ugly brown leather wallet. Um, that happens to be with me a lot of the time. Uh, and yeah, so there you have I it. I love go. it. I love it. And when you talk about that, you know, you're out to all of your family on your side, um, you know, and you talk about like your mom, like how accepting is out? Like, are they, are they like totally embracing the rainbow? What have been some of their interactions with you? The first time that my mother saw, met Miranda, um, we went to dinner. Uh, we were up. I was up in Massachusetts um, teaching um, on the road for work. Uh, and my sister uh, brought my mother uh, to, to a local cheesecake factory, I think. Uh, we linked up uh, and it was fantastic. Uh, it was very wonderful. I felt the warm, uh, the, the warmth and the acceptance immediately. But then during the night, during the evening, in her conversation and, and interaction with the waitress, It's okay. Take a minute. <laughs> she referred to us, my sister and myself, as her daughters, 
She used she, her pronouns throughout the night without skipping a beat. The woman's 80 years old, uh, was 80 at the time, uh, and just didn't skip a beat like it was cool. Um, like it's okay. I, I don't know, you know, mom and I haven't talked about it, uh, at, at length since then, um, to, to, too much depth rather. Um, I don't know if, if somewhere along the line, she started realizing or thinking, wow, this really puts some things together, uh, about our youngest. Um, maybe she was more accepting of it than I ever was. Uh, who knows? That's amazing. I love that. I love that. And to make that transition over the course of a dinner. I mean, oh, that's, yes. that's phenomenal. And what about, you know, your children? Um, you know, you, you came out to your wife first. Do you come out to all the children at one time? No, no. Um, came out to the children shortly thereafter. Again, we talked about this. My wife and I discussed, you know, that, that they need to know. Uh, if nothing else, um, they literally don't need to discover the the Harry Potter closet under the stairs in the basement, uh, which is where all of Miranda's things were um, at the time. Uh, they, they don't need that. Uh, and so I, I came out to them in, in age order, from the oldest to the youngest, um, at, at times that just felt right to me. So um, they were, they're all accepting to different degrees. Um, uh, one or two of them are phenomenally embracing, um, and the other two uh, are are loving and accepting. Uh, but they don't they don't want to discuss it. Um, they don't want to be involved, um, and and that's fine. Um, they respect uh, who I'm discovering I am, and I respect where they stand and and their their issue of of seeing this parent in a completely different way. Um, so it, it's working. I think that's, you know, what you can ask for, you know, as long as you have open communication, honesty, and respect, you know, your wife wasn't ready immediately, but she came to it when she was ready. Um, now, I think you told me one of your daughters actually gave you makeup brushes for Christmas. Yes, we were, we were visiting, uh, with her, um, and uh, the, the whole family went to her house uh, and it, it was, we, did, we did Christmas and, and gift exchanges. Uh, and at one point upstairs, um, she quietly came up to me and handed me this bag. Uh, and it had this like 25 piece makeup brush set uh, in it. And she said, this is for Miranda. I wanted to do this quietly because I know not everybody wants to see this. Uh, and so uh, that, that was obviously just heartwarming, um, melted me. Yeah. And it, you know, people don't realize that it's those little things that make such a huge difference and the stories that you remember and, you know, th that make you tear up, you know, to your, you know, to anybody else, it's, it's a Christmas gift, but that, that's a magical mm. moment. Beyond, be, beyond expl explanation, really. But when I talk about, you know, Miranda, you as being fearless and so confident, um, you know, you had to tell me that I met your daughter. I didn't realize at the last VC soiree, you know, you came up to me in an elevator in male mode, like talking to me like I knew who, who the hell you were. <laughs> like, You're the only one I did that to. I did that to several people just to throw them off. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, who are you and why are you talking to me? Like, you know, I'm busy texting. <laughs> my, my wife likes to say that really a lot of the time we have nothing to worry about. 
nobody would put him and her together. Um, and, and so uh, every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll give that a whirl. Um, in Atlanta, in fact, a couple of years ago, uh, I had that, had that happen. Um, I, one morning came along and I said, oh, my God, I just I need a break. Hold on. Um, literally, I'm not ready to shave right now. Um, and I and I cruised out to the mall for something. I came back and ran into some uh, a whole bunch of our VC sisters uh, and literally people who knew me better than other people did. And and literally they looked at me. They looked at the girl I was with and said, "Who is this that you're with? Who is that?" Uh, and of course she responded, "That's Miranda. Don't you know? Oh my God, no!" And so uh, it's it's a pretty drastic difference. Yeah, you definitely, you, you, you definitely transform. I mean, you literally had to be like, it's Miranda <laughs> to me, so I understood. Um, but, you know, like through that VC soiree, um, you, know, every, you know, I knew Caroline, um, Kim's daughter, and she's running around, and then there's another little girl running around. And I thought that was just like Caroline's friend. You know, like when you go on vacation with your kids <laughs> and you take another kid with you, I didn't realize she was another daughter, Yes, of yes. somebody there and that yours. So I love that, you know, Kim brought you here and helped you have this realization. And now I see, you know, you have photos, you go to the beach together, your daughters are besties. Oh, very much. Kim, Kim was here a couple of nights ago uh, for dinner. Um, we, we see each other as often as we can. Um, there's, she and my wife have a friendship. Kim and I have a friendship. Uh, our daughters have a friendship. We all have another friendship. Um, absolutely. She, she's an absolutely uh, integral part uh, of our lives uh, now. That's amazing. Well, I'm so happy for you. And this, I call it rapid evolution, even though you have been on the earth for a long time and you're, you're retroactively seeing the pieces come together. Um, but, you know, your story is so beautiful. Um, and to hear you choke up over this, that moment, of presenting for the first time with Elizabeth Taylor, I know people are going to hear that and they're going to, they're going to call Elizabeth and Amy and Amanda, wherever they are in the country to get their transformation makeovers. And cause you show how powerful that is. And that, I mean, that's oh, a life changing moment. Absolutely. Um, as, as um, my, my two older sisters, uh, as they, they looked through the pictures, I, I came out to both of them over the phone. Um, actually it was kind of weird turn of events. Um, and I shared pictures um, and I shared pictures in order of, of the, the pictures that I liked the most. And they both at separate times, individual phone calls had said, I can tell which one of these pictures is the first picture and which one's the last picture. I can see a weight coming off of you. And my wife has said the same thing. Other people who have seen the pictures have said the same thing. They said, you, you can see it. Absolutely. There's, there's a, a, a coming into my own um, that is readily apparent uh, in these 14, 15 pictures. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all this. I would ask, um, you know, and you, you mentioned the makeover. Is there any other advice that you'd like to share with any of our listeners? Oh, good Lord. Oh, um, sometimes you just can't look as good as you want to <laughs> let it go. That Don't is a lesson for everyone go. out there in the world in life. Honestly, I'm six feet tall. I've got gargantuan hands. Um, 
other little issues. There are things that are going to out you. Um, we don't all we don't all look as gorgeous as Kim, for goodness sake. Um, curse her for it. Um, but you know what? It's about being you, really. A- Amy got she oh good for her um, by by getting that business name. It's about being you. You just be in yourself and it's okay. Um, that's honestly, that's the most important makeup advice I could give anyone. Um, get a lesson, watch YouTube, um, be patient. But at the end of the day, be you. It's okay. If you're comfortable, you're happy, you're expressing yourself, knock yourself out. I love it. I love it. And you know, and you talked about how you you feel um, both sides of your yourself, the more masculine, feminine, all in one, kind of all the time. Um, and that you know, when you met with Elizabeth, you wanted to be you as a man, casual and comfortable, but as a woman, can we see? Do you mind standing up and showing us your outfit because you are in a very casual outfit right now? Move this great big chair. I love it. There we go. Yeah, just jeans and a tank top. I love it. And are you comfortable and are you happy? Very, very comfortable. Just as comfortable as as wearing a running skirt and a t-shirt. Also, not an uncommon outfit around this house, so. That's fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Miranda, for for sharing your journey with us today and, you know, sharing your advice to our listeners. Um, Thank you so much for being our sister of the month Um, and very excited. So when this airs, um, the following Tuesday for Trans Tuesday, we have you on schedule to join us live on Facebook so that you can talk about um, you know, what your life has been like in your journey with our listeners one-on-one. Awesome. Sounds like work, but we'll make it fun. Oh, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. So um, thank you so much for everything that you shared. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you for our members for supporting us and, and helping to keep us going. If you are listening to this episode, you can listen to it for free. If you would love to see it in the future, um, and you can see uh, Miranda's beautiful, cool, and casual outfit. Uh, sign up as a member. Our membership is closed right now, but if you email me, info at CassandraStorm.com, you can sign up for our wait list. And when our membership reopens in 2021, you can jump in and then you can actually watch all these videos and you can see the moments when Miranda is like tearing up on screen talking about that makeover with Elizabeth Taylor and, you know, the moment that her mother is, is referring to her as her daughter at dinner to the waitress. I mean, we'd love to have you be a part of our sisterhood. Miranda is one of our founding club members. Miranda, thank you so much for all your support of my feminine heart. Well, thank you for my feminine heart support of our entire community. Wow. It's our pleasure. So listeners, thank you so much. Join us on Tuesday night when Miranda joins us live to um, in our after the show for Trans Tuesday and she can answer all of your questions. Maybe we'll get Kim to sneak on too and she can talk about Miranda in those early um, aha moment days. Excellent. All right. Good night, everybody. We love you. Have a great weekend and we will see you Tuesday. Thank you.